Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. Okay. Um, when it is said there will be army of 70,000 Jews, does that mean to be accurate to the number or just uh, meaning it's a huge army uh, since the Arab used the number to exaggerate the size? Yeah, both, both, both people can find. It could be that number. It also could be a big number. Yeah, you're right. Because sometimes when T comes in Arabic language for a big number. Could mm. be, yeah. Okay. Mm. When uh, Khidr looked out for the poor people of the ship against the tyrant, Sheikh, you said this concept is obligatory on us to look out for the vulnerable regardless of the ruler. Whenever a poor person comes to ask money, whether Muslim or non-Muslim, are we obligated to give them the money even if it is suspicious to us that perhaps they may be lying? Yeah, that's right. You know, it's obligatory on you to help genuine people, somebody needy. But somebody not needy, how, you know, nothing, no obligation there anyway. But how you know? This is a very difficult thing. So if you think really somebody really not more likely, then say nice words, and then you know because you know your money is more, more precious, you can give to right causes. So people always have to. One thing I always make very clear is, you know, the many many charities in you know in this country, and you know, be careful about that. I would actually ask people to make sure that you send your money directly to the needy people, because when you send the money through the agencies. Then most money goes, you know, in administration. The officers, the people who work, you know, as, as there have been reported, you know, this uh, United Nations report, that more than 70% of United Nations charity fund goes in administration. Only less than 30% goes to the needy people. So same Muslim charity. So that was the best thing actually to make sure that all your money goes to the needy people. So for example, if you send money to Syria, don't send to the charity. Find out people there who are relevant there, who can actually help you, and just send money to them. Or something like that. If people can make help directly, or for example, you want to help people, Muslims in Bangladesh or Pakistan or India, find out the people and help directly or Palestine or somewhere else, it is better. Even in this country, many, many widows, many people who actually need help, give them directly. So then all your money can be you know, spent in the, in the right place. There is a hadith in Abu Dawood, Abu Dawood and other collections which refer to a battle between two great armies where Muslims form an, Muslims form an alliance with, uh, with Arum. This is followed by another battle called Al-Malhama Al Al-Kubra. Um, some connect this to the Mahdi and the current world affairs. The Sheikh considered this hadith to be sound. The Habi concurred with Hakim to say it is Sahih. Yeah, but the Habi, first Hakim saying itself is not strong anyway. And the Habi is good. The Habi is much better in this matter than the Hakim. But the problem with the Habi is that you know, he, he did not do proper research for this book. So he's quickly made it. So there are many problems in, in this thing. And also it's not very consistent. Actually, the Hadith about the day of signs of Qiyamah, there is so many inconsistencies, but about, especially in the books of like Abu Dawud and Tirmidhi. So that's why I prefer actually to mention those versions which I have get cut from the 
Sahih Muslim and some Sahih Bukhari to most sound versions. Otherwise, there are so many details really. If people keep spending time on that, they can say. But you know, it is enough for you just, you know, roughly what is going to happen. But you know, details, you know, they are not so accurate because it is future anyway. And also the language of the prophets for the future is a different language. They sometimes they use symbolic language, they don't use exact language, because the future. Okay. So I've got some some other questions, inshallah. About the about the degree program, Alimia. I'll stay here because uh, uh, yeah, you can look straight, so <laughs> okay. Sheikh, so these are some questions we received about the Alimia program. The first question is, what is the... Is, and, and also the door is not closed properly. Uh, the first question is, what is the purpose of the Alimia degree program? You know, the thing actually is that in, the, in this country, in, you know, there are actually many, many madrasas which teach, uh, you know, the Alamiya program. And people study there, people learn. But what we have been feeling, actually, there are some weakness in the curriculum and the, and the teaching, teaching method. The weakness is, uh, you know, for example, Arabic language, when they teach Arabic language, they don't teach Arabic language as a living language. They teach like a language of, you know, ancient time. Meaning is they can read and they can know the meaning, but they never, never are able to speak that language, to write in that language. So one of the important that we are going to do to teach Arabic language as proper living language. People can read Arabic, they can understand it, they can speak it, and also they can write it. Another thing is even Islamic sciences, when they are taught in many, many madrasas, sometimes people teach them from the angle of the madhab, school, or aqidah, you know, theology, and very often more like, you know, some traditional way without you know, going in the depth and, you know, teaching those sciences as they deserve to be. For example, you know, with the proper research and thinking and understanding, like I used to be in the past in, 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 in Islam. So our purpose really is to, you know, not to make education, uh, you know, just uh, connected with any Madhava school, more in fact, every Muslim. So one of the things we could basically, we are, we are working on that is that, you know, in this uh, curriculum, there will be unity of all the believers. People from any madhab, people from any school, people from any theology, they can come and learn and study together. So, you know, no, nothing about, about any madhab. And also, you know, many, many madrasas, you know, there are so many madrasas here, they never allow the women. And now they have got some madrasas, you know, for the women as well. But all the madrasas for the women, they're very, very weak. If you go there, and I ask them, if the, if the women, they spend six years or five years, why they don't learn? So they say, you know, the purpose is not that we make them alim or this muftiya. We only keep them so we can stop them from the wrong environment. So the purpose is not to teach. It is so, so much time they spend and they don't learn. So we want actually, you know, as I mentioned, a unity of you know, Muslims. No madhab, no school, everybody can learn together. Similarly, we want also unity of the gender. All the men and women both can learn the same education under the same teacher, you know, with the same research of thinking. And also we want actually to think that this education has a meaning for the context where you live, for the society. So we want to connect the Islamic education 
to the society where we live to understand your, your you know your your society understand the history of the people who you live and uh, and what their philosophy is what their idea that so people when they study the madrasa they can come and they become relevant to the society very often people study the madrasa and they when they come to the society they become alien because what they have learned actually does not have much much use to the society so we want to connect uh, you know because why education is education actually important for the society you study and then you work in the society so we want to connect the education with the society to help the people you know one example i gave actually is uh, you know once i was explaining that madrasa has become like a museum you know in the museum if you go there all the things from the past but when you leave the museum you know it is different world so in the madrasa what they teach actually is something from the past but what is different so we want actually to make you know this islamic education as relevant to the society and the people as much as possible with the depth of discussion and also think really that we want to prepare people who can dis- discuss and talk with the learned uh, you know in, in the world like you know that why purpose is to to be in cambridge so the students they can benefit from the libraries from the you know from the research and from the seminars which are happening in, in this university they can learn and they debate and discuss so they can be beneficial for the whole society at the moment when muslim or they write anything nobody reads this learned people because the style style of writing is different so we want people to write in the language of the you know scars and, 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 and academics and they speak the language which learned people can understand so that you know the basically simple thing is we want to prepare all of my scholars in depth and properly who can work in the modern society and they can be beneficial for the muslims and also for the wider society So you might have covered a bit uh, in the previous answer. How is this program different from any other program? For example, uh, uh, there are other options that uh, students can take. For example, they could go to the madrasa or they could go to a university where they do Islamic studies. Um, you mentioned a little bit about madrasas, uh, madras, how it is in the madrasas. But, uh, Um, if you can elaborate on the madrasas as well as you can explain how is it different from doing a islamic studies degree at a university where where they they say it is more relevant for whatever more modern etc you know departments of islamic studies in this country and anywhere else like in modern university or uh, in oriental institutes they don't teach you islam they teach you mostly about islam so for example they don't make you faqih but they teach you about the fiqh the history of the fiqh how it evolved and also the weak point and strong point they don't teach you hadith they teach you about the hadith so it becomes something different really we want to produce people who are more expert of the hadith expert of the fiqh you know understand properly and they can actually solve the problems of the people in the light of, of the fiqh so in, in uh, islamic departments in the universities here they never actually their purpose never has been to produce ulama to make muslim scholars it's mostly really people do a side study you can see the people who study there even if you ask them about anything about urdu they don't know you know go to any professor of islamic studies in the any university and ask them you know can you teach us urdu properly they don't know but they can tell you about the fiqh about the history of the fiqh how the fiqh how what is school how the schools evolve they they can't teach you you know about islamic sciences themselves just about them so this is one of the difference only from them because we want to teach the sciences properly the people are studying hadith and the fiqh and the tafsir and the quran properly and you know and one difference actually compared to madrasa also is that the curriculum that we have made it basically it more based on thinking and understanding 
we our purpose really is not that people just learn the fiqh our purpose actually to people learn that how abu hanifa and malik used to think when they derived the ruling from the quran and sunnah what was the mind what was how thinking was that why the more emphasis actually is on those you know books which teach people thinking so similarly when people read about the quran and study the quran they start thinking at how quran works and how the quran is coherent and how you know the quran language works so in hadith similarly for example when we say sahih bukhari do you learn actually sahih bukhari from the ayah bukhari what he means when he includes hadith why he includes and when he excludes hadith why he excludes the people learn his criteria his conditions properly sahih muslim so people are clearly thinking class properly we want to make an you know, islamic islamic learning not superficial but actually much much deeper to people think and understand properly this one of the major different i mean many of these things we have learned so many times i think This, yeah, I'm just asking some uh, specific things, inshallah. Um, so, what can the people expect to achieve at the end of two years after after attending this program? Yeah, meaning basically, like Abu Hassan, we used to say that when we make people alim, it does not mean now they have learned everything. It only means now they have got the key for the knowledge. The meaning is we make people to be qualified so they can you know they can develop their own knowledge properly now they have got proper key proper resources they know arabic language properly they can they can understand the sources so now they can develop knowledge so we basically the whole program is to give the people the key so with that key with the help of the key they can learn more and study more okay. uh, how how is this program conducted and what are the main features of the program you know meaning basically that will be intensive you know teaching proper you know full time teaching as i mentioned you know like six days week basically to work it very very intensive not really easy once i was explaining the whole program to my daughters in in in, in oxford to aisha youngest she said it doesn't look like a car it look like a jail so you know it basically it is you know it is something you know like that actually that how mother sadar if you go to any madrasa like nazar tulama and you see how people do the time table really is not easy early morning people have to get up for the fajr prayer and then after that we never sleep after fajr prayer you know 5 o'clock we get up and sometimes even earlier than that and then you know study reading the quran and this and then the breakfast then go to the classroom then coming back again then some rest then again is like go until 11 o'clock all the time and six days a week only friday you know is a holiday and even friday is not more even friday become more busy on friday you have to clean your clothes clean your room and all those things to so from morning of friday until evening we again busy you know doing all those things so it is not easy and actually it is good actually that people learn really life is serious you don't need to waste any moment of your life it's not enjoyment like the modern education is to make education as entertainment to so people learn and also islam never had like islam want to make entertainment separate from the education study should be proper serious matter so you know that will be there but also there will be a lot of emphasis on people's tarbiya education meaning the building the character making people to have sabr you know to teach them properly you know this thing trust in allah subhanahu wa taala you know piety fear of allah subhanahu wa taala the prayers properly the meaning meanings of the prayer so we want the ulama to not only have knowledge knowledge and the piety both to the you know we make effort inshallah and whatever allah can give but if there should be, there will be program for both of these to people they, they are night they think about allah about hereafter about the piety about the fear of allah taala everybody complain that children have to don't listen to them so at least we want to make a program where parent will be happy the children will come and they will be more obedient to their parent 
then the then the children who go to any other you know normal you know uh, school and, uh, uh, and and college. So that our uh, you know our our, our inshallah aim is that, that to make people you know to not only teach them but to educate them proper tarbiyah inshallah. Okay, is the program in uh, Arabic or English language? How how is it done? Yeah, I mean, both will be there. If you want the people, you know, to have Arabic properly, but also English, they can be able to read in, in, in you know, write in English and also speak in English because this is the language of the people here. So, you know, messengers are in the language of their own people, and language does not mean only you know language. Language means the style and all those things. So, people learn English properly, like you know, any learned person in this country knows. Mm. And uh, the next question is. Who is it for, and what are the prerequisite prerequisites for? Yeah, it is, it's open for everybody. No madhab, no school. You can be Hanafi, you can be Maliki, you can be Shafi, you can be Hanbali. You can have no madhab. You can come here. You can be Ashari, you can be Maturidi, you can be from 73 sects, all sects. And then you come here and no sect. You want people to lose their sect, just become Muslim. So from no gender, you can be man, you can be male, female, everybody, proper, same environment. Same teachers, same learning. Actually, even we don't have any condition for Muslim and Muslim. Even non-Muslim, they want to learn. They can study same program for everybody. So we don't make you know any condition for anybody. The unity of the believers, unity of the gender, unity of the human humanity. All the humanity. Everybody can come and learn if they want to. Same program. They can. And if people want to choose certain topics, like in the University of, of Cambridge, if the students want, some people want to just come for Quranic class, or some want to learn Hadith only or Arabic grammar. We will have a choice for them and for the, of, for the students of the University of Cambridge. They can choose certain classes, they can come because we want to help people if they want that. But they will not get a degree of alumnia, but at least they will learn something, inshallah. And also, we want them to come to be in contact with our students with the same environment to help them, inshallah, to learn more and more. Uh, yes. Um, how does it help women? You mentioned a little bit, but. Uh, but the reason is because you can see, I, I know I have worked so much on the women, now I become expert on the women. Though actually I, it was never my intention, I only my field hadith. But I've seen in the past in women, they used to give fatwa, they used to do, they basically learn that either men, sometimes they more learn than, than the men. Now, even if, if people start a madrasa for the women, but these madrasas are very weak for the women. So my intention has been really we should provide the same education for women as for the men, same classroom. So both learn from the same teacher, same curriculum, everything same. So no, no, no separation, no distinction. So we hope, inshallah, among the women and men, you know, both will be learned people. Actually, sometimes when we provide the same opportunity for the women, women excel, women become better than the men. So let's see, inshallah, it will challenge who, who is better. And we are planning to take half women. Yeah, we want to give full justice to, you know, like in half men, half women. Except if the women don't apply, then we have to fill the place. But really, we insist that it should be half half, half men and half women. Uh, can they do further studies if they want to afterwards? Yeah, no doubt, this is not really not end up, you know, they should go really. And actually, when we actually think in later after a few years, we introduce more classes for the specialization. If somebody wants to become muhaddis, it's part of the hadith, or it's part of tafsir, or fiqh, or fatwa, so we can help them in the future. But at the moment, yeah, only two year class. And the condition for that, actually, what we made clear anyway, that people who apply for this uh, two-year program, they sh their Arabic language should be at least up to A level in this country. So, you know, people have done that. Similarly, for the fiqh, something up to the level of Quduri. In Hanafi Madhab, if somebody has Maliki things, in every Madhab, whatever is up to the level of Quduri, that's enough. In the Hadith, if people have done 
40 hadith of Nawawi and al-Bulugh al-Maraba bin Hazar al-Sqlani, something like that. And in tafsir, something like, you know, some, some surah of stories, like, you know, surah Yusuf or surah Qasas or something like that, if people have done something, that will have. And then after that, they apply, and there will be a test. And those who pass the test, they can be, inshallah, including the program. Uh, okay. So, in, in Surah Al-Kahf, you, you mentioned that, you know, we Muslims should think differently, uh, moral and, and intellectual courage. So, how, how does it reflect that in the yeah, college? The whole curriculum, people start thinking. The problem actually is Muslims and non-Muslims both. Even actually people who study in the modern, you know, centers of learning universities, their thinking is very limited. They think within a system in a certain topic. They don't look freshly at the whole system. They, can, they, they don't, this training is not there. So for example, when people study medicine, so they think within that system. They don't challenge the system. So we want really to, uh, to have this freshness. Look at a matter from beginning. You know, be fresh in thinking. And start from the very beginning. That will help people. It doesn't mean that you change everything. But it, it, it makes you to understand the thing properly. And if you think something is harmful, you can, you can improve it. So we will make effort to emphasize more on thinking. That's why we will encourage people to read those, those scars who were thinkers. So like for example, Ibn Taymiyyah, Ibn Rushd, Ghazali, uh, you know, people, you know, early people like in Bukhari, and all those people, Ibn Sina, people who are thinking in Islam, who can make you have to think. Even modern people like in Mawla Farahi, those who think differently. So their writers can help. You don't need to follow them, but you can learn from them how to think. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org forward slash donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.